Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Reality TV! Reality. Is it us? Are we reality TV? Well, you can't spell reality without Riley. Is that true? Have we fact-checked that? Uh, we don't need to, it's reality you, TV. If you rearrange it, it's almost uh, an anagram. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Think, I think that tracks. Yes! <laughs> Welcome to the show, Riley Ralph. Thank you. Good to be here. Very pleased to be here. We, we, we planned it. Yes. We put me on an episode where my name was... Kind of, in the, <laughs> kind of in the genre part of the genre. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we've decided to take a break from Hollywood. Yeah, um, we're we're taking a little holiday from Hollywood um, because you know our movies never get made. Hate to break it to you, um, but <laughs> um, when we pitched. DIY, DIY with, with Hawkeye, Hawkeye. yeah, yeah. Um, we were like, this is never going to get made, yeah. and then guess what? Renovations turned up on Disney Plus, and we were like, you mother. You know, like, you were you were mainly upset that they came up with a better name, a better title. I don't know. Mm, yeah, no, I am. A yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is definitely a better title. Yeah, uh, it's but... also we can admit a show that was only greenlit from the title. Yes, that's, yeah, that's all they had. They're that's a great hit. They're right? like my favorite kinds of shows because I, I don't watch them. I just like that they exist. But that's yeah. what that's basically what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's really work yeah, but you guys don't even make up. the titles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, You're putting no work. work into this. Yeah, we do very little. No effort on either end. Yeah, <laughs> that's what teamwork is. Uh huh. Um, well, if you want to know where the titles come from, yes, I do. They come from social media. I've always wondered. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> plucked from the ether. <laughs> I thought you were just really good at making titles all along. No, I, no, no. I thought you were going to tell us a secret to your unending creativity. I'm really good at making titles and people's names. <laughs> None of these people exist. Yeah. This is fine. Uh, no, people, real people, real listeners to the show went to facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast and Twitter as well, at Life's a Pitch Show. We are on Twitter uh, and patreon.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast as well. More on that one later you hear uh, that listeners real listeners go to those places real listeners go to those real places. Listeners. not scripted listeners yeah if if you are you're a fake listener if you don't go and give us titles yeah yeah basically that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's not true no if you're just listening and you don't want to give us titles brilliant maybe you're shy yeah <laughs> maybe you're just shy but like we encourage you give us titles we might read them out we might pitch f- those films or in this case, reality TV shows. Yes, indeed. We're doing that again. We've done it once before. We yeah, had a blast. We did. Let's do it again, shall we? Sorry, that sounded like a question. It was a statement. Yeah. We, did. We, did. We, did. We, we did. we did. We did. We did have a blast. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shall we just pitch some reality TVs? Let's do it. I'm yeah. ready to pitch. All right, so from Ed Crawley, we've got Celebrity Glass Blowing on Ice. <laughs> My God, that's gonna be so hard. I know, because you've got to get the 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 kiln or whatever it is, the the forge, the blowing zone. Yeah, yeah what you have, the blowing zone. I believe that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's correct. Yeah. Um, 
what you have is the entire border of the the rink yeah. you know the, the the arena in which the skating is taking place yeah the entire thing is a kiln yeah, yeah. okay right? Uh, uh, so what you can do is you can do these great grand sweeps as you like hold out your your thing that you need to like cool uh, mm-hmm. uh, or indeed heat yeah. uh, uh, along the very uh, none of us know anything about glass blowing no. we can no. say that up front right yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway it's as much athleticism as it is uh, uh, craftsman, it's on ice. craftsmanship yeah, yeah. you got and you got to you got to learn to skate right like that's part of it mm. and the, the the best thing about it of course is when it devolves into um Basically, because you, like you said, the out, complete outside is 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 a forge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's superheated glass. A yeah. custom built arena. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the entire inside is ice. What better place for there to be two uh, celebrities who throw down yeah. and sort of start battling like robot wars? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to push each other off into yeah. the, into the molten glass. Yeah. They're um they're they're creating glass creations that are going to bolster their ability to to maneuver each other around. Mm-hmm. We're not doing sculpture on this show. No, yeah, yeah. they are glass blowing the tools of death. You have <laughs> ten minutes to blow something with which to use as a weapon. Yes. Yeah. To drive someone else either to the grave or into the molten glass. It, two two C tier celebrities enter, one C tier celebrity one, leave. One B tier celebrity <laughs> leave. Increased in rank. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the premise. Uh, uh, Claudia Winkleman is our yeah. is our main host. Uh, uh, and uh, then the, the man in the box being Craig Charles. Yeah. Yes. He does the <laughs> he does the commentary. Welcome to celebrity glass blowing <laughs> on ice. The best part is that that isn't what he gets to do in this. No. No. Claudia Winkleman Cla- Claudia gets to does say that. that yeah. She's there in a giant <laughs> trench coat. Yeah. She's dressed like the Matrix. Yeah. 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 I think the whole thing has that vibe, doesn't yeah. it? The the the. the if you're gonna pitch a show like Celebrity Glass Blowing on Ice, yeah. then everything's gotta look a bit nineties. It's yeah. gotta it's gotta look kind of retro future, mm. you know, that that kind of uh, aesthetic. We're trying to capture the joy of uh like mid noughties, late nineties reality TV. Yeah. Where there were absolutely no morals. Yes. Like <laughs> you could do anything. You could yeah. recklessly endanger anyone you wanted. Yeah. You could you could do like a, a documentary reality TV show and you'd just be saying slurs. Yeah. In in the copy yeah. to the audience saying, This guy, well he's a bit of a work shy. You know, he's he's one of them, uh, and and like you'd just be saying ah. like, <laughs> just saying things, and you you pretending this is a reality show, but really it's an excuse to say terrible things. So when you mention robot wars, yeah, right, because I've also got like this this sort of custom built ice rink, yeah, uh, where we we have to lower the celebrities in on cables, yeah, because there's no doors off, it's just forge, yeah, and then ice. Um, and then we we lower a cable down for the winning celebrity to to, to get out. Yeah, there's yeah. no way out otherwise, oh, apart from one big ramp. <laughs> one big ice ramp. If you want to get out at some point, 
like yeah. there's a big ramp and you can try and think I've I've done enough skates training yeah. now after three rounds of this I can escape f- f- this, the whole show via the big ramp <laughs> and, and there's a there's a pit beneath the ramp yeah. with Sir Killawatt in there yeah he is actually there yeah <laughs> you guys just want to pitch Robot Wars well, hey celebrity Robot Wars in, in my in my head. Because they've got the the sort of uh, plexiglass sort of barrier around yeah. the forge. There's just kids going wild, <laughs> like like in Robot Wars. Yeah, just going kill, 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 <laughs> pit, pit, pit. I liked the kids in, in uh, my in my slightly more wholesome version. Yeah, of yeah. and I own only slightly because yeah. reality TV has a base level of degeneracy. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. true. We're all working with today. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, you have the sort of in in the lead up to the main event. You know, you have those like. Uh, uh, training montages. You have them on Strictly, right, where the experienced person is taking you through how it goes. Mm. I like to imagine that our celebrities are being, like, uh, uh, guided by a, like, expert glassblower mm. and an expert ice skater yes. at the same time just <laughs> yelling into each of their ears you have to instructions you have to remember this this pirouette is so important like a boxing don't let coach. it get too hot if you do everything's gonna fall apart and just like strictly though um <laughs> The skits happen at the same time as well. Yeah. One of them is like going to the cinema to see, uh, like I don't know, the new dancing movie that they're trying to promote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the other ones, they are off uh, bowling to get the accuracy of their glass blowing better. <laughs> and whereas what they should be watching instead in of the, the dance dance movie is I Tonya, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like. They're bowling in the cinema, like, and they're still talking all at the same time, doing hilarious quips. You can, if you, if we have stereo panned the audio track, mm-hmm. so if you just turn off one of your your TV speakers, yeah. you can hear clearly what one of them. You can enjoy. Yeah. You can enjoy one of these two disciplines, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but really, the the. The, the the contrast is what the show's all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love how we have a panel of judges as well for after after whatever happens in the ice rink. Yeah. And it cuts to them at the end. Claudia Winkleman walks over to him. Oh no, Craig Charles walks over to him at the end. Yeah. And uh, they're all just as confused as anyone. It's like, I don't know if like do I give this a score? Yeah, what would you what would you give it out of ten? Yeah. What, you've, what you've just seen, did it impress you? Yeah. I I have no idea. What are you There's no basis for comparison? Harrison. Yeah. Impress me <laughs> relatives of what in my own life. It wasn't as good as my wedding day. <laughs> which which experience would you like me to relate this to? And I do think that yeah, that 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 non that non-violent one, uh Riley. Hmm. Um definitely it would be wonderful then uh, at, at the end when they've done all all of that stuff. They've been trained for months to do these two disciplines and then the final challenge is to kill each other <laughs> <laughs> it's just blood sport it's the always hidden, always blood sport it's just you've only been trained to skate and glow, blow glass <laughs> what am I supposed to do with these t- with these skills here is a spear <laughs> we've been training you for this moment you have not you haven't here is a spear here is a net <laughs> Shield and helmet. It's just like this old gladiatorial, like, armory. That is a whole other other genre. I need, I need TV to pick this up. Secret blood spot. No, not. 
secret forget blood the blood spot. spot. Forget the blood spot. I don't care I, anymore. I was trying to forget the blood spot. Teach, teach David Mitchell how to play saxophone, and then put him in front of a classroom of eight-year-olds and tell him to uh, to teach primary school uh, like maths. Right? Coming up, coming up next on the Bait and Switch Network. <laughs> He spent six months of his life learning to play saxophone, thinking he's going to be playing in a fucking philharmonic. And then... And then we put him at the top of a big windmill and ask him to fix it. We, we gave Bill Bailey six months to learn how to repair microwaves. <laughs> What he's not expecting is that in a few minutes, on his way to the final challenge, the uh, the airport is going to have a bomb threat. <laughs> and if he wants to get out of it alive, he's going he's to gonna need to step up. He's going to have to go to space. <laughs> oh, Darren, why? Darren, Darren, why are you doing this? <laughs> Uh, Darren Brown has gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, that's his own pitch. That's his own pitch. <laughs> separate. Yeah, it's a separate pitch. Just to be in the Switch Network. <laughs> so from James Delaney, we've got Pursued by Bear. <laughs> so okay. I've got an idea for this one. Go on. So Please. it's like... Um, it's like a Shakespeare gong show. <laughs> yes. Okay. Where, where if the audience is not happy with how the performers are performing, right? They say, everyone shouts, "Get out the bear!" <laughs> they just release a bear. They release a bear, and it, it chases the actor off, <laughs> off stage. Yeah. So are these um, people doing like? Is this modern? Obviously, we, we have to pitch this in modern day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there wasn't really reality TV, TV in back in Shakespeare times. times. We're not so, pitching time travel. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not pitching time travel. We're not pitching. This isn't like a high concept thing. This mm. is a now. But are these Shakespearean actors? Are mm. these people who are trying to be Shakespearean actors? Is it? We got Joe Schmo off the street and gave them three lessons in being a Shakespearean actor. That one. And then <laughs> got them to do... And, it, and, it's, and it's like Superstar. That sounds it's the most like, humiliating. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. It's like how you saw from whatever it was, the one from the... Um, uh, no, I, I like, think... It's, I it's think... a bit like the... Um, yeah. Joseph... Uh, one. Yes, the how do you solve a problem like Joseph? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where, but yes. the thing with those shows is they want to be performers. They do, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's not Joe Schmo in the sense of like we literally get somebody at random. Listen, wannabe actors is a renewable resource. Yeah, right? they, they, they are. Mm. We can maul a couple of wannabe actors, yeah. and we'll still have plenty to run this for 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 years to come. They just go from leading leading person to character if, actor. If anything, they've got unique scars. If yeah. anything, I'm more worried that we'll run out of bears before we run out of uh, wannabe actors. <laughs> we will never run out of. Well, no, I mean, it's we'll fine. have one bear. No, it's fine because we also. I guess the bear get, will never lose. We yeah, get yeah. Stephen Fry. Yeah. To do a documentary, it's like a side spin-off mm. about how worried we are that there's not enough bears. Yeah. Uh, to keep this program going. Yes. Mm. And um, in that way, sort of, you know, churn the wheels of like we're doing preservation 
mm-hmm. in many ways yeah. by giving the bear food. Yes, this is, <laughs> this is a responsible television show. Yeah. So yeah, we give them a couple of weeks of of, of training, memorize this monologue. Right, yeah. you're on in a week. You you know you've got to you've got to get this down because if the audience don't like you, you're gonna be pursued by a bear. Yeah. yeah. Now. The question is... I don't think there's any questions. There's I, a I, rock-solid format. Yeah, I, yeah. I have a question, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was a genre of television, uh, reality TV, where, like, there was pursuers, like, you know, there, it was like a kind of cross between a game show and reality TV where people had to get away. It was escape and evasion. This is still a thing. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what your was was. This is a... Uh, what was it called? Uh, hunters, or possibly hunted. Mm. I, yes. I think it might be called hunted. Right, yes, yeah. Because I remember the, the... I remember also there was, like, one with someone in a helicopter and it was, like... And they kind of made it gladiatory. It was in the 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they kind of made it gladiatory. The hunter is coming! And it's, like, the man... Yeah. I think it might have been called, like, Manhunter or something. Sure. Um, and, like, <laughs> that sort of thing. What I'm saying is we get a big, hairy gay man. Yes. <laughs> to yeah. do a lot of the hounding. Weirdly enough, this. Matt, I thought this might go this way. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, a sneaking suspicion. Knowing me, how could you possibly have have? Uh, I don't know. That going there? I don't yeah. know. Just some You've... sort of strange wavelength. Ah, uh, weird. You've not changed anything to my pitch. It's <laughs> exactly what Tom yeah. said. You're just yeah, re- yeah. you're just restating the premise. All right. So yeah. I think what the idea is, right, is is every week it's an hour of shows, mm. uh, and they're either good or they're or they're not good. Mm. And I think it's an elimination thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, you gotta you gotta get through as many weeks of this as yeah. you as you can. Yeah. So um, Claudia Winkleman is the host. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. Claudia, always Claudia. She yeah. brings them on. Yeah. She gives them encouraging advice from uh, uh, behind the scenes. I think a crucial thing of this because you know you said the audience are the ones who shout out. Yeah. We're not on the back. They're not like judges, right? It's not like there are three of them and they decide. It's a whole audience. The yeah. whole audience. It's at the Globe. Yeah, I think we want actual, like, uh, uh, Shakespeare... The people who go and watch Shakespeare now... Mm. Yeah. Those are our... That's our audience. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the most authentic part of this, right? Is I want cuts to people in the audience going, mm, I wouldn't have quite intoned it in that uh, in that way. Yeah. Uh, oh, the iambic is, is far away off. Yeah. Good mm. Lord. Get the bear! Get the bear! And it's not like, you know, you press a button, right? But it is a hard limit. Because it's not about like how many people say get the bear. You don't want to be the only one saying right. get the bear. Yeah, what yeah. it is is the bear is sat in a in a in a green room. Yeah. Like somewhere else in the theatre. <laughs> if he can hear Get the bear. Get the bear. Yeah. Out he comes. Yeah, yeah. So it's got the crowd's gotta be boisterous enough. That they want the bear yeah. to come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the bear just stands there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, oh, no, he, he like, chases it, him off. No, he's got some real... He's got some... Because ab- obviously, for every single one of the performers, mm. the bear has some absolute zingers <laughs> yes. to just cut them to the quick. It's very much like a chaser. You know, yeah, yeah like yeah. you've you've really built, you've really written in a roast for this yeah. person, yeah, and they and and, and the bear upstages them essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's going fucking mad for the bear, <laughs> way better than this twat on stage. Yeah, yeah, right. The bear comes out into a box, spotlight comes out, boom. 
You know, I haven't seen a hat like that since I since my aunt was sat under a cow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah no like Good exactly riff. that yeah. exactly that yeah, 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 yeah. That, that kind everyone of thing. everyone loves that you know yeah he doesn't deliver his quips like a Shakespearean he doesn't do that no. he, he breaks the show at that yeah, yeah. point because yeah. because he is the show it's yeah, basically exactly. like 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 a kind of RuPaul character <laughs> yeah coming on very much very so. much a little sizzle a yeah, little yeah. sizzle for the for the folks at home but it absolutely ruins these Shakespearean like wannabe Shakespearean actors yeah yeah I, and I, we want to shame them for wanting that I yeah. think <laughs> I yeah, think yeah. I think more people should be driven away from wanting to to, to study Shakespeare <laughs> to, to perform yeah, yeah. Uh, these ancient plays. Well, yeah. it's like um, it's like like it's kind of like the opening scenes of X Factor that mm-hmm. you don't see anymore because yes. they just sort of put the good ones on now. Yes, it's like it's like that. So basically, people who think they can perform Shakespeare, yeah. And they can't. Mm. Um, it's it's like that. So it's yeah, like and I suppose in, in in that Halcyon era, Simon Cowell was the bear. Yeah, you know, of, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of of the of the panel. Mm. Um, but in this one, <laughs> he's much gayer. Yeah. And... <laughs> he's significantly more queer and smart. Yeah. And yeah, he can actually he can actually put them down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> Pursued by bear. I don't think anyone. I don't think James Delaney thought he was going that direction. You're no. you're welcome, James Delaney. <laughs> but I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to like it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. All right. So from Phil Walters, we've got celebrity bomb defusal. <laughs> celebrity bomb defusal. Okay, hear me out. I'm hearing you out. Claudia Winkleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diffusing a bomb. Is that all you had? <laughs> That's all you had so far. You, you just wanted the inclusion of Claudia Winkleman. I think the fringe is going to be important to diffusing the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia it's Winkleman's fringe. Like a safety visor. Yeah. Okay. She's going to be able to use that. Mm-hmm. If the thing goes off in her face, mm-hmm. I think she's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is important. Uh, I think what's what's so crucial about this is that we we don't give them any time to train. Yes. We do not give them the opportunity uh probably even to know that they're on the show. I think I think yeah. I don't I don't think we tell them that they they you know It's kind of a Beatles about, right? It's kind of a a kind of a, a sort of prank show. Yeah. Mm. Um in in a, it, similarly it's a escape room. Yes. It's surprise escape rooms except there's a bomb. Yeah. You know? Oh, that would be great because you could have, you could sort of have your cake and eat it here, mm. where you know you have the initial shock, where they're like, "Oh shit, there's a bomb." Yeah. When they go over, there's like eight different coloured buttons and little places where they've got to put gems. Yeah. yeah and yeah, like yeah, a yeah. chessboard that they've got to move around, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I'm on this show." <laughs> I don't. Even all think... my friends warned me about. I don't even think they like because obviously before it goes out, we're going to get a, a bunch of these in the bag. Yeah, right. That's right. Which means also we can kind of tailor them to individual stars' narcissism. Sure. Like it doesn't have to be a particularly narcissistic star. If you're in the public eye and you could you remain there, there's a certain level of like your own legend. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I, can I get an example from you? Uh, uh, like how are we putting like. Um... Russell Howard on Celebrity Bomb Diffusal. So, so Russell Howard, I reckon, uh, like, he's either got to... Um, I, I think part of the bomb diffusal is talking someone down. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> like, I think he 
feels like he's a, a um, you know, uh, someone who can reason down the everyman with emotive yeah, language. Yeah, persuasive yeah. Uh, uh, rhetoric and, and yeah, he thinks he thinks he can get there uh, just with the power of his words. Exactly. So there's part of it that he's got to persuade. And is, is the show about punishing him for that? <laughs> a little. It's engaging it. Yeah. Right? We want to see the other side of it, right? Yeah. Where, where it gets stretched thin. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because it's about seeing... This is, it has the words, like, celebrity in it. Yeah. We don't care about the premise of the show. It's about the celebrities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the idea is that we get to see Russell Howard at his breaking point when he starts to realise that perhaps his genial nature isn't going to get him everywhere. Yeah. He's actually going to have to find the five-digit code. Yes. You know, yeah, that, uh-huh. that, is, that is tattooed on this guy's butt cheek. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And, like, he's got to talk the pants off this man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think you just, you kind of snare them, you get a little bit of that, um, you, you lean right. into their strengths, mm. but you also, like, try but, to coax out a weakness. Yeah, you yeah. get those fatal flaws. Yeah. All right, uh, so, uh, let me give you another, right? What's this challenge, Matt? Yeah, it is yeah. challenge, Matt. I mean, you know, Tom, feel free to help. Yeah. I just, I really want to know what you would do if you were given Heston Blumenthal. <laughs> okay. As your, as your contestant on Celebrity Bomb Diffuser. Yeah. So he, he he fancies himself a scientist. That's yeah, the yeah. thing with Heston Blumenthal. But it's a... A it's mad a, science. It's a fringe science. It's a, it's a mad science. It's one that he, doesn't, he never has to be held account for, to, to account for. Yeah, yeah. Right? He Meaning, never has to write papers exactly. on, on his food he's, he's not, never he's not yeah. peer reviewed right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like and so like he, his his escape room involves a brand new element that may be dangerous uh-huh. and he has to test it for to find out if it's dangerous da- dangerous to anyone else dangerous yeah. or delicious <laughs> exactly it's gonna be that's what the, the title of the, that particular episode yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. dangerous, dangerous delicious. delicious heston, like, Bloom heston uh like he's in a he's in a train station uh all the lights go off Right, boom! There's a huge explosion, um, and uh, everyone who we, all the Stooges we had in the train station, mm. disappear. As we all know, an explosion immediately precedes the arrival of a bomb. <laughs> so this one isn't actually a bomb, bomb. Okay, this is a meteor. Wait, hold on. Right? So in the middle of this train station, <laughs> in the middle of the train station, on the train tracks, is a meteor. What is the budget for our show? This is a rock we <laughs> dug a hole for. That we're able to launch meteors at Birmingham New Street. No, no, this is a rock we dug a hole for. It looks like a meteor. What yeah. do you think I am? Wait, but the meteor's landed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's what we... we, we we he was of, looking at his phone. All at the lights point. go off. Yeah, it's smoke and right? mirrors. Right, like yeah. exactly, right? It's smoke and mirrors. Darren Brown's involved. Yeah. Boom. That goes Darren without Brown. saying. Darren Brown is involved. Boom. Didn't, didn't even need to say that. Crater in the middle of the train tracks. Meteor fragment. Yes. Thing, yeah. Right. And this is a brand new uh, element. No one else can get close. Anyone else who got close is either dead or gone or fled. Mm-hmm. Heston Blumenthal's trapped in this train station. Right. Uh, and the people outside with the megaphone are saying, Heston, Heston, we need you to find out whether that thing's, uh, like, radiation is going to spread. You're the, yeah. you're the only one with a palate refined enough to help us. And I... we can't get in because everyone's going to die, maybe, if, if someone goes in. Yeah. The problem is, yeah. we can't stop the train that's coming in five minutes. Oh. It's going to hit the meteor and it could set off a chain reaction. We yeah. need you to put it in a baguette and see if that... <laughs> 
<laughs> see if that's good. I love how they see if that down. coats the radiation. We need you. We need to make you to make it into a foam. He <laughs> was always turning things into foam. Wasn't I need he? you to sous vide the meteor. <laughs> Heston! I, I love how they lock the platform down with like Heston Blumenthal and like five other people. Yeah. And they're all in hatsmat suits, like from like a quarantine like border. Yeah. Um shouting with a megaphone. Does anyone on the platform consider themselves a scientist? <laughs> <laughs> and Heston's like sweating. Well, I wouldn't uh, <laughs> I wouldn't oh. take it so far as we'd... No, no. I've had a I've had a couple of specials on Channel Four, and then the, then they they've got a big TV screen up at St Pancras that they're just playing him saying, <laughs> "I consider myself a scientist." Yeah. <laughs> Over the, overlooking the train station, yeah, yeah. it's I, enormous. <laughs> I I fed Mark Watson a floating profiterole. <laughs> I think I can handle this. I've got an honorary degree from Cambridge. <laughs> Is that true? No. All right, fine. <laughs> I thought you knew deep lore about Heston Blumenthal. Listen, if I knew deep lore about Heston, I would have brought it out maybe like <laughs> act one of this pitch. <laughs> the concept would have included that. Yeah, yeah. fair. <laughs> fair, that's my bad. <laughs> um, just one last thing then on Celebrity <laughs> Bond Diffuser. Really, just one, one last thing. All right, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> just one more thing. Um... Claudia Winkleman, as we know, is the host of this show, and I think she yeah. comes out at the end to congratulate whoever the contestant is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If they've defused the bomb. If they've managed to defuse <laughs> the bomb. Dead. If not, there's nothing left to congratulate. They <laughs> explode. Them. They are real bombs. Yeah. Um, she comes in with the shovel. Except, later on. except for the meteor, which is radioactive. Yeah, yes. yeah. Heston but, died anyway. <laughs> Darren's got Darren's got one last surprise though, because yeah. at the rap party. Yeah. Uh, they're all having a lovely time yeah. and then under the table Claudia realises there's a real bomb oh no and that she's the final contestant oh no oh. Claudia and she's got to find her way out using only her wits uh, and what <laughs> and what she's learned over the last six episodes <laughs> of celebrity bomb defusal she's given the toughest challenge yet <laughs> It's the twist, the season twist. I, if it weren't against the Geneva Convention, I would, I would, <laughs> I would want to watch this. I would want to make this. Mm-hmm. The amount of times, I mean, it's never been said on the show, but like, it feels like that could apply to many said. things. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a sentiment that's been been plenty. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, quick, quick fire round. Reality TV, just like a few sentences. What is this? Should we, should we, should we do this turn by turn? Should we alternate? Uh, I think whoever or just whoever's got first. one shouted out yeah yeah All right, let's go so from James Delaney we've got you aren't who you think you are <laughs> it's gotta be people who are super sure of their ancestry right yeah yes it is <laughs> he's Prince Harry yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Super sure of his ancestry. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, yeah, we we really we we uh, Kylo Ren all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we give them the, your parents were nothing. You were nothing. <laughs> you were found <laughs> on some pancreas station. That's what your dad meant by spare. <laughs> <laughs> so from Stuart Dunlop, we've got Marmite Kitchen Cookoff. This is uh, product placement, uh, obviously. Yeah. goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've got to cook things. They can only use Marmite. And yep. I don't mean Marmite has to be an ingredient in everything. Mm. I mean they can only 
use Marmite. They have to render Marmite into its like components. Yeah. If they want a solid, they better freeze that motherfucker. Yeah. Otherwise, everything is going to be a liquid, yeah. right? They can boil it, try and separate it as best they can, right? But what's this? All of their spatulas, all of their whisks, all of their kettles, it's all Marmite. <laughs> Just a sticky show. Everything. Everything's Marmite. Just a really sticky show. Claudia, kinda... Claudia comes out to shake the winner's hand. It's also Marmite. Claudia Winkleman She's is... She's Marmite. <laughs> made of Marmite. Um, it's kind of like all the contestants are being eaten by venom. <laughs> it is. Yes. And it's extremely sexy. <laughs> so from Jasmine Chong, we've got Ikea Hacks. Ikea Hacks. Yeah. This has no. I I know exactly what this is. Yeah. This is the winner is the person who's able to stay in to, to live in an IKEA for the longest amount of time. Oh. It's squatters' rights. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> it's like if you can get squatters' rights in in IKEA, you win. Yeah. Right. And so people are like living in the walls. They are hacking like um the the, the it ha- in terms of hacks. It's like how do I get my basic stuff? Some of it really easy, right? Yeah. Like. Uh, a bunch of like uh, you know you can sleep in the beds and then get up before the, the first people come in and you can mess with the the CCTV or whatever you want to do yeah, yeah. you can go to the food court and, and steal some of the stuff for the food right but eventually you are going to need working plumbing have a wash that sort of thing you're not allowed to leave Ikea like you might need to also make <coughs> it not seem like you have disappeared from your actual life. I would love this to be like Hunted, the show that we talked about earlier, yeah. or uh, uh, what was it, Huntmaster, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the 90s, right, it yeah. was like a single guy with a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these days, it's a very slick, like, MI5-style operation yeah. with like a dozen people figuring it out together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this, I think the IKEA employees, yeah. all wearing their like bright blue polos, yeah. they are the people trying to find, trying to track them, <laughs> trying to track them down, right? This is their territory yeah. and i think it starts out that they don't know and then um they w- we do a false documentary sort yeah. of thing, right? we're just filming a day in the life we're yeah. filming you as as, as, as um a, a kind of uh, employees of ikea it's kind of behind the scenes in ikea it's yeah i kind of got this vibe mm. but we had we kind of like secret millionaire it like <laughs> in that we introduce the idea slyly that there might be someone hiding in the rafters of ikea <laughs> right and and that if the the boss, the big big boss, um, Sven Jorn Eriksson comes down, yeah, um, <laughs> then uh, and and finds out mm. that there's someone been living in this IKEA. They're losing their jobs. Yeah, this branch is going to get shut down. Oh yeah. So they are incentivized thus to uh, to to hunt out this person and get rid of them. They are not. A high tech. What at the start of this? Yeah, they yeah. are not a high tech people finding thing. But yeah. we, as a production company, yeah. slowly introduce experts. We have the means. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and ways that they are. We we raise the stakes. We get the hunt master a job at IKEA. Exactly. <laughs> And he starts feeding them bits of information and techniques. And meanwhile, we're cutting back to these people going, Oh God, oh God. Shoving shoving meatballs into their face. I don't know when I'm going to get another meal. This feels like an episode of a sitcom. Yeah. You know, the, uh, yeah, but it's real. Yeah, the, the hotel inspector episode of Faulty Town. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's Sven Joran Eriksson. Yeah. yeah, and it's real, Tom. It's real <laughs> it's, TV. It's, it's reality, yeah. Yep. Um, so from James Cannon, we've got Baggage Claims. Baggage Claims is yeah. a show in which people... It's a game show more than it is a, a, a reality show. Mm. Um, but they come out with their bags and they say what's in them. Yeah. And then the panel of judges have to decide 
whether that is a legitimate or illegitimate baggage claim, right? <laughs> they, they, they make a claim, yeah. right? Yeah. I've got five tons of bricks here. Uh, and then the, the team go, ah, but he carried it pretty easily. I don't think that's a real baggage claim, right? And it's about getting through as many... As many uh, uh, rounds of the 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 game as you can yeah and the winner uh gets flown uh anywhere in the world that they want but they have to go in a bag when they do it <laughs> they do have to they get they get an infinite ticket yes right mm. they they get an in, infinite air miles however only as luggage mm-hmm. that's what you win yeah no. you are luggage for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to go abroad you don't have to pay yeah as long as you're okay in a suitcase. That's, that's baggage claims. <laughs> yeah, you do a, a guy from Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. got to get into Contortionist. The... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt? No. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah, it's the Contortionist. It's not Brad Pitt or George Clooney. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's the Contortionist I was, I was referring to. <laughs> the most famous person in Ocean's <laughs> <Yeah>. Eleven. Uh... <laughs> So, uh, from Jeff Beard, we've got Celebrity Replacement AI. Celebrity Replacement AI. Uh, yeah, this is this is fine. This is a humbling exercise for the celebrities involved, as with most of these. Yeah, but also I think it's kind of you get a, uh, you get two weeks of training AI to try and replace you on uh, it, doing all your PR work. Oh, so you've actually got to you got to do the work of telling the ai about the essence of you yeah yeah mm. you've really got to get to know this ai train it on you, all your stuff mm. you know give it your script help, help me understand your... simon amstel <laughs> are <laughs> you well i'm uh, i'm sort of a, 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 a sort of foppish guy um it's like a british kermit the frog <laughs> yeah error error kermit detected <laughs> kermit alarm there's, there's a Kermit logo with a with a line for it. Rotating. <laughs> Slowly rotating. Kermit like, the Frog just... Like, like, <laughs> the Simon Amstel facade drops down and it's Kermit the Frog flailing his arms. <laughs> well identified, <laughs> GPT. I've been training you Five. to tell the difference between me and Kermit the Frog. So every episode, it's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Five points for you. <laughs> so from the cereal dragon, we've got Will It Porridge. <laughs> <laughs> this is Will It Blend, but um, but, but more cereal based. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, can you make random stuff into porridge? Into That's... porridge, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my alternative suggestion for that was going to be like an is it cake? Oh, oh. what in the studio is porridge? And the right. best part about that is that porridge do, is, does a fucking good stand-in for quicksand. <laughs> so like when they find out what what is porridge in the studio, they're not getting out. Yeah, that, sinking. that that large red rug is not porridge, but underneath it. <laughs> You'll be surprised to find. The floor is porridge! 
And you can see Claudia Winkleman's been like slow, keeping out, keeping her feet slightly <laughs> yeah. above the. <laughs> yeah, you've just got to watch where Claudia's going. That's the mess, though, right? Yeah, yeah, no, she, she knows. Yeah, they've told her. She so you follow Claudia. She but she's also kind of the Willy Wonka of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to take you into situations where you will be tempted to touch things that Claudia hasn't touched. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, you a- need a, you need a new leather suitcase. Okay, feel free to take that one off the rack. <laughs> it's porridge, <laughs> you fool. So this is your green room. It's porridge. <laughs> the show's started already. Uh, so from Phil Waters, we've got to planking with the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Was planking the thing where you just lie on the floor like a plank yeah, but yeah. on top of things and oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. that that's funny. Yeah, um, uh, you take a photo of it and it's it, it's it'll last longer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claudia Winkleman, David Blaine. David Blaine is the co-host. Yep. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. He's the one with the insider information, kind of colour commentary. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Claudia Winkleman does the, the emotional stuff. I'd like David to. I'd like to mix things. this with the masked singer. Yeah. Um. Uh. By in the first round, <laughs> they're all planking face down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to judge them not on who they are, yeah. but who they are from behind. They're face down and the their like their feet are towards the ground, and you, the, yeah. the, the picture is from the feet. That's right. It's a slow reveal. Yeah. And uh, the camera is always tilted up in the planking photos, right? It is. Be- beneath them. Yeah. So you always and you you only have part of a landscape. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is specific to that person. Wait, do, do we have to guess who the yeah exactly yeah, who the, exactly who right. the planker is? Yeah. yeah, who's the massive planker? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's the catchphrase of the show. And so, like, it will always be it's kind of uh, through the keyholey where you're trying to like yeah. Um, yeah like they have clues they've they've planted clues in the house to show you to give you a chance right yeah. in this case you zoom the photo out slightly or you give it a different angle mm. and suddenly they're on top of the BBC news building or yeah. whatever or like you know now they're uh, uh, on the Hollywood sign yeah I know on, on on the set for Jumanji 3 <laughs> the, the next death level putting them on the Hollywood sign doesn't narrow it down not that much no <laughs> that'd be a shit clue that's a harder one apart from unless it's Paul <laughs> Paul? Hollywood. Oh, <laughs> from the Great British Bake the, the greatest misdirect. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he lives, isn't Ken, it? Ken Jeong would never have seen it coming. <laughs> All right, so from Captain Eden, we've got Burger King for a day. <laughs> it's Secret Millionaire in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> A random Burger King employee gets total control. They be- they become the Burger King <laughs> of the kingdom. This is recently inspired by a picture my wife uh, sent me, and I do mean about half an hour ago, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is that she's just seen a Burger King employee wearing a Greg's uniform. Holy shit! What a real life glitch in the Matrix, <laughs> <laughs> or a late stage capitalism. Yeah. Yes, it could be one or the other. Yeah. Um, but I would like to pitch this as a show in which people go into different chain restaurants that they do not work. <laughs> And try and not be detected. Yeah. Try and la- live a, like like work as long as they can there. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. You in the a good idea for a show. Yeah. The the, uh, <laughs> the the pasties. Yeah. I'll find those for you. They um. We keep those 
Uh, hang on, one moment. <laughs> See how long um, you can get away with working in, an, in a place another... until your co-work until the co-workers realise you're not supposed but to. But like, mm-hmm. that's got so much scope to it. <laughs> could, could be anything. Yeah, yeah. And what I like about that is we can keep the uh, secret millionaire mm. element, right? We can have somebody who works at a very high-end, like, watch store yeah. uh, uh, come down to Claire's accessories. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. And, you know. And, and so, so know too much about really expensive watches. Yes. And then have to guess at the pricing for, for, uh, for little plastic. Someone who works in a natural history museum just becoming a zookeeper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've like rewound time. <laughs> It's like, a, it's like a, everything my, in my one's dead. What do you? What do you say? What do you say? It's like an astronomer becoming an astronaut. <laughs> Just so yeah, that was our quick fire round. <laughs> Some good ideas in there. Yes, and those are all our titles this week. Thank you to everyone who contributed on the social media. That is facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast, Twitter at Life's Pitch Show, and patreon.com forward slash Life's Pitch Podcast as well. More about that in a moment. Riley. Hi. Thank you for coming on the show again. I think we've revolutionised the genre. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really do think that might I be think, the case. I yeah. think, I think, I think we've, we've put our heads together, we've done the work. Yeah. I think the world will never be the same again. Yes, so where can people find you? Where can people find me? Yeah. Um, normally in my house. <laughs> okay. You got anything to plug or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll plug something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just yeah. It, it's, it's a good trade-off. Like, you get exposure of yeah. the smallest of kind, and then we get legitimacy. Yeah. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to have provided some legitimacy yeah, with yeah. what I've done. Yeah, I wrote a role-playing game book called The Arcanist's Toolkit. It's a supplement with seven different magic systems in it uh, for the Cortex Prime game. If you like role-playing games, I spent lots of time working on it, and it's free on the internet. Whoa. Yeah, you it's... can Google The Arcanist's Toolkit, or you can go to my website, rileyrouth.com. It's very good. Oh, thanks, Matt. Yeah, I do a lot. I don't. I mean, I don't play Cortex a lot, but I I do read, uh, like role playing game things. Yeah, and Matt didn't even just read it because we were friends, right? No, you read it all of your own accord. I like magic. Yeah, you've heard of magic. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, great. That's it. I'm not really doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I was on this show, I had my own podcast and everything, and now I just. <laughs> Now I just sit around and just like I don't know, watch the West Wing. Enjoy. I'll plug life. the West Wing. Can I? Can I plug? <laughs> yeah, Aaron yeah, Sorkin's The West like, Wing. I asked if you have anything to plug. Yeah, and, and the West Wing. I is... recommend it. Check it out. It's on Amazon's freebie. Yeah. <laughs> your wife. Your wife did um, a, a small mini Coca Cola mini fridge for years. Oh but... yeah, I suppose I could plug that. We have still have a mini fridge. Really. Two separate moves uh, uh, in Sheffield to, to different houses. I thought that was sold years ago. I would love that to be the case. It's taking up space. <laughs> okay. um, it's it's currently packed into a cupboard uh, alongside a bunch of like space heaters um, that Ash calls the temperature cupboard. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible waste of space. Please, someone take this mini fridge off my hands. Uh, so thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> If you've enjoyed the show uh, and you would like to uh, keep it uh, happening and keep encouraging us to do uh, kind of peculiar choices like uh, reality TV, then perhaps you'd like to share the podcast with your friends. It kind of encourages us, you know, 
in 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 the like the way that laughing at the kind of the class clowns jokes encourages them to do it more um, and eventually get expelled yeah, from school and and precisely as healthy e- exactly as healthy um uh <coughs> talking to my therapist about that one so tell your friends about the podcast on, on uh, you, you know your social medias or indeed word of out of your mouth um, <laughs> word from mouth word from your mouth but also uh, if you want to help us out directly you can go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast which is a website where you can give the creators you love little bits of money each month if you want to help them out and keep us doing art art <laughs> this is art kind of <laughs> So, um, are, you, are you about to read the names of the people who have supported you on Patreon yes, thus far? Yes, I am. Okay, well, at this juncture, I'd just like to say hello to Ash, uh, who I know will only listen to this part of the show. Yep, uh, <laughs> almost certainly. Yeah. Uh, for Ash, this is the part. This is the podcast. Yes. Um, so, uh, we'd like to say thank you to Brandon Spanky Mills, Brandy Spanks Millon. Alexa, do not invite the hosts of Life's a President into my home under any circumstances. Jeremy L. Kayyem, Stephen D. Thomas, Blobba Lobba Labba Zabba Labba. We dropped, this, we dropped the ball this month on Orcs Are Dorks, but we will be back in May. Old episodes at orcsardorks.podbean.com. Fingers to hand. Please send help. They have locked my family in the Life's a Pitch dungeon and they're making them mine for pitches. Literally true. Um, James Delaney, a groan in the on in the gully, a bellow in the beach, a prophecy beneath a field. (laughs) Note to self, read the next one in in an exaggerated, sarcastic voice. We regret to announce that we are calling off the search for Maximilian Bisque and declaring him legally dead. Our thanks again to Chief Inspector Brent Black who was instrumental in not finding McBisk. Samurai trapped in the last external vodka, watching the next revolution until the end of the last mat. Joseph Hegarty. Pay no heed to the hazardous pods. The serial dragon and family. Life's a pitch is an anagram of pikal fetish. Pika is an abnormal craving to ingest substances such as clay, dirt, or hair. My event horizon is now the perfect size. Nope. I'm still not reading this one. There are limits. Shame on you. Alex Keane. Matt and Tom's repeatedly burgled shed. Hark, the herald angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. Episode 4,000,003 of the Lives of President podcast is out now. Tune in, please. We've been podcasting for centuries. Zoe! Elbridge Jerry rumbled my podcast, The Piss Weasel. Tinny! Listen to the to episode four, me, Leon, and three of the Lives of President podcast at tinyurl.com forward slash Lives of President. Do it. Do it now. Ads, Bex, Chuck, Dextroamphetamines, Evan, Frida, Gary, Ingrid, John, K, Lars, Mel, Neil, Oprah, Paul, Quantuplicities, Randy, Pierre, you say J, I say FK. 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 Thanks to all those people. There we go. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks to all those real humans. Yes, <laughs> those are all their real names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know who I feel bad for? Me? Finger. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say fingers to hands. Yeah. Yeah. 
who's just been living in that. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Just it's, sort of stayed stoic. It, it must be like living in the eye of a permanent hurricane. Yeah. Very much the Marcus Aurelius. Of, uh, <laughs> I've always said it. <laughs> of our Patreon names. Said it for years. All right, so we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award, the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it. So this week it goes to Stuart Dunlop, who was on the show last week, <laughs> who's given us Changing Tombs. Changing Tombs. Yes, very clever. Yeah, yeah very clever, Stuart. Uh, not done being funny on this podcast, are you? <laughs> just have wow. one more joke. Didn't, didn't, didn't have enough from last week. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd get a kind of schoolmaster vibe going on for the end here. I'm going. I'm going for the yes, very clever next week. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do chain. it. Let's get that chain going. <laughs> that would require me to be funny once, unfortunately. <laughs> so until next week, I've been Tomograph. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Riley Raff. And then I say, remember who pitched it.